1: There's even a standard digital key, a panoramic view mirror, and a 12.3-inch multimedia touchscreen, so you always arrive on time. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash grandhighlander.
2: This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthierhappenstogether. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Career Builder is made for people who have that thing. You know, those superpowers that make you good at your job. The skills you bring to work. And CareerBuilder knows those skills make you right for other jobs, too. Higher-paying jobs with benefits, jobs you never thought of trying. Are you a people person? Work from home as a customer service rep. Are you organized and like driving? Become a delivery driver. You have the skills it takes, and CareerBuilder.com has the jobs to get you hired fast. Visit CareerBuilder.com.
4: El Huddle is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio.
5: Hola, que tal? What's good, everybody? This is the El Huddle Podcast, where we amplify, unify those Latino voices of diehard NFL fans like yourselves. I'm Will Salva, alongside my hermana, my prima, my prima hermana, MJ Casa Ruiz, who's fresh off of her trip to South Africa, where you were adoring wine and you Dude. were and you were adoring more wine. And...
4: <laughs> <laughs> that was the main plotline on the itinerary: was yeah, wine, has. wine, and more wine. I miss you though, Will. I miss, yeah, I miss here you on too. I have so many stories; it's insane. I think I'm still processing the trip, but. I also knew like towards the end, like the last couple of days, I'm like, damn, this is it. This is like the final hurrah of the summer because the moment I get back, literally I got back Sunday and Tuesday training camp started. So it was sort of a a quick switch to get back into the swing of things, but a, a great way to sort of cap off the summer. i learned so much over there. There's a ton to still process in my mind and in my heart, but we have a whole season to unpack those things as we go throughout the year. So don't you guys worry.
5: Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, I just merely went to San Diego. and San Diego. I went to San Diego and the kids did parasailing and they Fun. were petrified, but yeah. they enjoyed it to no end and also had those California burritos with the French fries in there. And it reminded me of our conversation with Rodrigo, Malcolm Rodriguez, yeah. right? And yes, uh, yes. you know, we asked him and he was he was definitely into it. So. Um, definitely different experiences, but it feels like we're both recharged and we're ready to dive in. Let us do titulares. Breaking news. Noticias just in.
3: Este breve.
5: Woo. Let's go. All right. Dig it in. The face of the Chargers franchise now has a new contract to MJ. Uh Justin Herbert Uh inking five year, 262.5 million dollar deal. They'll make him highest paid QB in the NFL by average salary. What was your reaction when you first heard this news?
4: Why are you trying to get me in trouble on the first day back for me? Oh, wow.
5: <laughs> I, didn't know that, I didn't know this is a misleading question.
4: <laughs> okay, hear me out. And perhaps oh, an my. unpopular opinion, but we keep it real.
5: Okay, percent
4: here on Puddle, okay? Uh-huh. I think that Justin Herbert is a tremendous talent. Unbelievable talent. And the way that things move in this league, if everybody's resetting the market, the next guy up is going to get a little bit higher than the last. This is just how it works. And I understand that. And also, congrats to Herbert. Good for you, boy. Get your bag. Back up the Brinkstrucks. Super happy for you. Never here to stop anybody's payday. However, do I think that he should be getting paid more than Jalen Hurts, for example? Mm -hmm. Absolutely not. What have you done for me lately? Yes, first playoff appearance last season after what's in 2018. And it was a collapse. Thank you.
5: Although it shouldn't all be put on his shoulder. No, 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 absolutely not. To be fair.
4: But my point is... I just don't think it's it's apples to apples with the production and what we've seen so far. I also think, whatever, in that, however, in that same breath, that we've only seen the surface of Justin Herbert. Like He is phenomenal, and he's just getting started. So I do mm-hmm. think that what's to come for him, and hopefully, especially now after this huge payday, will be even greater. And we'll see him with a deep playoff run, and that this Bolts team could get there. But have I seen it yet? Have I seen $262.5 million worth? Me disculpas, pero no. That's right.
5: <laughs> uh I agree with a lot of what you're saying. If you look at the quarterbacks right now and who obviously is next in line is Joe Burrow, who will oh, be the highest paid player no in the NFL, not just the highest paid quarterback, the highest paid so. uh, highest paid uh, player in the NFL and he led the team to a Super Bowl run. Just like Jalen Hurts, who led his team to a Super Bowl. Now Mm -hmm. you get into the nitty gritty of who who is in the pecking order of quarterbacks. Well, it's got to be Mahomes first. He's the obvious one. He's won multiple Super Bowls, has incredible talent. Then is Josh Allen right behind him? Even though he hasn't won a Super Bowl or taken his team to a Super Bowl, he can run, he can pass, he's dynamic with the ball in his hands. You then put Joe Burrow third. That's where I would slot him. I would slot him over, I believe, Jalen Hurts and even Lamar Jackson. Now, Lamar Jackson's won an MVP, Mm. but what concerns me about Lamar Jackson is his playing style and his health. But at least he has won a playoff game, and Justin Herbert has not. But his talent is tantalizing. As soon as he made that throw against the Giants, where he was getting rushed, off-balance, dart, way downfield, and our Daniel Jeremiah has his hands clasped on his head. And (laughs) he says, that is the best pass that I've ever seen. That is his job to evaluate Mm -hmm. quarterbacks like him. And for him to say that, at that point in time, that's when the Chargers said, okay, we got to pay this guy. We have to pay him what he's worth.
4: I mean, I think the evaluation of this young quarterback is spot on. Um, I just, I hope that someday in my life, someone invests in me and based on my potential, the way that the Chargers have on Justin Herbert. Um, This is phenomenal for him. And I do think that if anything else, here's my biggest concern. What does this mean for the rest of the roster? Because I think what we've seen with the Chargers team is that Unfortunately, they have been riddled with injuries year after year after year. So at some point, we're going to have to get to a point where you really invest in another key player that's going to be sustainable and long term and reliable for Justin Herbert to continue to throw to, right? We are, and we'll get to the running back situation in a minute. Oh yeah, that's next on the docket. A lot of meat on that bone
5: too. Yeah,
4: it's it's like if you're paying this guy such top heavy. And again, you gotta pay your QB, especially if you want to keep them. And if we're talking about the top QBs in the league, I think Justin Herbert is definitely in the conversation. Um, so you know, at the end of the day, props to him and his agent. Yeah, get that money. Get that money. Yeah. But here, here, here we go with with the running backs, because I mean Austin Eckler <laughs> yeah. is at the top of the list of the guys that were like, Are you kidding me? Yeah. And the list continues. They have expressed their displeasure with the money and contracts being offered to them. This is on the complete opposite end of the spectrum. Saquon Barkley finally figured it out to a place where he felt comfortable enough to say, fine, I won't make you guys depressed for the whole season by not showing up. I'll sign a one-year deal, 11 million. I think he's the first guy since Edron James back in 2005, who was able to like rework that franchise tag. Um, Then there's Josh Jacobs remains without a contract. But it's interesting that Saquon found a way to figure it out. Um, And again, that was a, a very specific situation with him. But there's been a collective of these running backs. What do you think for Barkley, though, he was able to sign that deal?
5: Uh, he had said that it was an epiphany and yeah. he could not stand being away from the game that he loved. But he also said it would be a flat out lie. If mm-hmm. I said I wasn't disappointed. Yeah. He knew this was really the only solution to this problem, which is a widespread problem because the reality is he knows that if he stepped away for the game from the game for a year, it yeah. would be Le'Veon Bell all over again. Mm. Then you lose your value more. And then even though you may not have as much tread on the tires, so to speak, because you would have taken a year off, I think that would make you more radioactive to these other teams. So it felt like this is where they ended up. You feel bad because you mentioned Edger and James, you know, Ladanian Tomlinson, mm-hmm. Barry mm-hmm. Sanders, you know, even in years past, you know, sweetness, Walter Payton and mm. Gale Sayers and all the greats of the game, they have been so integral to, to to so many offenses. But we're now at a time where this is a passing league and guys like Austin Eckler, who you mentioned. It is
4: until it isn't, though, because then you hear. Yeah, even that's from right. The fan, I mean, look what happened in Philly. Run the ball, do this. Like we know the importance of a strong um, ground game, you know.
5: No, 100%. And, and Najee Harris even came out and he said, you know, teams uh. value running backs. They just don't want to pay them. Mm. And then he, he gets told by the coaches, hey, Najee, it's time to close the game out. We need to lean on you right now. And he cited examples in Cleveland with, with Nick Chubb and Tennessee with Derrick Henry. And even in San Francisco, where they've cycled through running backs before, even Christian McCaffrey and you know, Eli Mitch, Elijah Mitchell and, and uh, Raheem Mostert and, and Jeff Wilson, you know, Jr. So this, this, this quarterback and, and running back situation is really hard because Steelers GM Omar Khan, he came out and he said, when quarterback salaries are growing at a higher rate than the cap, it causes an effect. And that was his point of view. Right. And I I think these, these salaries from the quarterbacks take up so much of the salary cap, but these quarterbacks know how to defer some money, give some of that money back or making it work out. It just, it's really too bad because you want to see these guys get paid. They take so much punishment in the course of a season in the course of a game and and to see it be devalued and such talent still out there that are still without jobs, it's it's mind boggling, you know.
4: Yeah, and I think for Saquon in particular, and you know that I'm married to a Giants fan. Um, yeah, oh yeah. So my husband is relieved that Saquon uh, will be with the G men and and present this year, but um, he's also upset for uh, just as a Saquon fan, right? But I keep thinking of like something my mom would say. So this one-year situation, right, 11 million, they figured out sort of like the edges to make sure that he's comfortable enough to get there. My mom calls this un tentiaí. meaning huh? like ponte ahí, quédate ahí, just for a little bit. It, it's like sort of like that little drop of just for right now, let's see what happens. But here's what happens, at least for me as a kid with the tente ahí, every yeah. time she would say that to me, um, or give me something to appease me for the moment. It made me hungrier. It made me want what I already had in my head even more, right? So I think that's probably what we're going to see from Saquon. This is almost, again, like an audition here for him. Like, okay, you didn't want to pay me. Last year, I came back and did double what I had done the two previous years after coming back from an injury. Okay, just watch me now. So I, I, I am a big Saquon fan. I'm a Saquon believer, and I think he's going to go off Um, but you know, those little dollar signs or lack thereof are going to be swirling around his head. Yeah.
5: Yeah. And the giants were better as an offense. It made Daniel Jones a lot better because they ran the ball with effectiveness. Mm -hmm. But my dad who had to live with my grandmother for over 30 years, He got a tape recorder one time, and I think I mentioned this on the podcast, and he said, señores, estamos en una época crítica. So he was making light of the fact that he was essentially stuck with my grandmother. The reality is, estamos en una época crítica right now of running backs, you know? And, uh, you know, running backs across the NFL average less than kickers. And That's crazy to me. So vital, I know. Absolutely not. So, so vital. And you mentioned uh, Austin Eckler and Mm -hmm. he was disgruntled. He at one point in time wanted to be traded. He did end up settling, but he has had these zoom calls with other high profile running backs to talk about the predicament that they're in and what's next. And he said, just to hear everybody's stories, to try to educate everybody. Mm -hmm. And he wants to abolish the franchise tag. And I don't know if that's going to be possible, but be, <laughs> at all, be, because yeah. because the other aspect of this is the CBA. The, the CBA that they agreed to was back in 2020, and it runs through 2030. Exactly.
3: So that really restricts
5: wow. what they can do at this point in time. And then uh, owner Jim Ursay, he jumped on X or Twitter. Or Twitter X, whatever you want to call right. it. And and then he had said I'm a
4: threads exclusive role now. Continue. Are you?
5: Are you just all threads? <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I gotta I gotta jump on threads <laughs> myself. But you know, Ursay, you know, tweeted out the CBA was negotiating good faith and that some agents are selling quote bad faith. And Jonathan Taylor's agent replied, Bad faith is not paying your top offensive player. So Correct. so this 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 thing is is I don't know where it goes from here because if if you're a Bijan Robinson you go off for 1800 yards right. what and are just you just got in the league yeah 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 and right. you feel like you're stuck or if you're in high school if you want to see how it trickles down to that level do you say boy I'm a punishing runner but you know maybe my skill set is more for a defensive end spot maybe mm-hmm. that's my calling that's maybe the sweet spot where I know I'll be recognized and my body right. won't take as much of a beating and I'll be appreciated more given that position. So, I, yeah, a, a lot to a lot. To, yeah. to to digest and go through. So so those those are kind of, I guess, our thoughts. Uh, lots of people already are weighing in on the Jets coverage. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. And, you know, and people are already hitting me up on on. Twitter or X or now I got to do thread, right? With the whole, (laughs) boy, it's just like all you guys talk about 24-7 is about the Jets. And and the big storyline, obviously, is with with Aaron Rodgers and the fact that he and the Jets are now really relevant because they're going to be on Hard Knocks, which will air uh, starting April 8th. Honestly, and yeah, uh, yeah, and a it, lot of yeah. these these coaches and players have expressed their disinterest in being a part of the show. They don't want to show guys getting cut, which you hate to see, and it is heartbreaking. But at the same time, it is in a way reality TV where you see their their lives changed, and yeah. I get that they're sensitive to that.
3: Mm-hmm. And
5: and the league essentially had to say, no, Jess, you do have to do it. The one thing, though, I, I will say that I'm looking forward to is more sound bites for Robert Sala.
4: I, listen, you know I'm a big fan of Coach Sala. And yeah. I think he's he's very – I think what we see a lot from the clips in the press conferences from coaches is maybe like half of a percent of what his like full personality is, right? Like he's yeah. a very funny dude. He's very straightforward. He's kind of a cool customer. but. He's yoked. Um, I mean ridiculous but like he he has almost this like sarcastic undertone and I think that when you're mic'd up or like you don't know that there's a boom mic in the way like we're gonna get to see a little bit more of that personality and that's very intriguing to me I do think it's interesting that it was the players getting cut portion of it that they were opposed to I think of all of the things that we see um throughout the show that certainly I think the most like humanistic part of it because that cuts to the core of the reality of the league of the reality of trying to make a team and stay in the league like it's very very tough um so i can see him trying to protect these players and sort of protect the morale throughout the organization um so so that was an interesting part i i didn't expect that to be sort of the nope you can't see this part of the process um but i'm i'm also very curious to see how our friends at nfl films are going to work around that right like okay Do we see the after? Do we see the just before? Are they going to be privy to the conversations leading up to cut day?
5: Yeah, great questions. Yeah,
4: it's going to be a whole new, I think, sort of layout. But um, I always love seeing the guys sort of bond with one another and like what happens at those big team meeting rooms. I mean, we got so many great moments last year. Uh, It's, it's always, I mean, we fell in
5: love with the lions. Yeah. Right. The (laughs) lions were compelling, right. With Jamal Williams and with Dan Campbell. It made us
4: root for that. Like, no, these are going to be really good. And they were to be fair.
5: Yeah.
4: Um, I don't think that they're, 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 Final record sort of reflected how competitive they actually were, um, but I think it's similar to the Jets. Uh, I think it's a very tough um, division, of course. I think one of the toughest divisions in the league, um, and it, it, it's going to be interesting to see sort of a bit more behind the curtain as much as Robert Sala will allow us to um, this year in Harm Ducks.
5: Yeah, you know what? Give it, give us, give us a Sala soundbite. I'm, I'm like, break it out in hives. Let, let, let's play a soundbite. I, I think we have one. Let's do this.
3: Sean on that is he, you know, he's been in the league a while. He can say whatever the hell he wants, but, uh, but as far as, you know, what we have going on here, it's, um, you know, the, I kind of live by saying if you ain't got no haters, you ain't popping.
5: Yeah, coach. I like that. Give it to me.
4: Brilliant. <laughs> Brilliant line.
5: <laughs> I got to use that in my life. That
4: is awesome. If that's not the t-shirt, that are, and obviously, we know this this um, this clip, but I think hearing it in in Sala's voice makes it ten times more hysterical. Like that yeah. is amazing. So this is
5: going to be great for us. I, I think we yeah. should we should look forward to this and embrace it. And yeah, you'll be hearing a lot about Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. But when the Jets, when the Giants, when the New York teams are are relevant. Yeah. Th- there's definitely more of a buzz, I think, whether totally. people like to acknowledge it or not. I mm-hmm, think that's mm-hmm. that's uh, that's a real thing.
4: Yeah, it's the largest market for a reason. You know whose name we haven't said in a minute? Shockingly. Hmm. Who? Um, Russell Wilson. Uh, Broncos head coach oh, yeah, Sean yeah. Payton says that Russell Wilson's struggles in his first year in Denver weren't all his fault. Payton USA Today, quote, he said, It's not just Russell. It might have been one of the worst coaching jobs in the history of the NFL. Uh,
5: Listen, I I don't know. Is that is that considered Bush league though? To to... I've heard worse throughout this league. But but really though, publicly like that, just calling out a coach essentially and saying that's the worst coaching job ever. I mean, listen, it feels like it's low-hanging fruit. We all know that it did not go well for Nathaniel Hackett. He was in over his head, the clock management, all all those sorts of things. I I don't know. I just felt like it was unnecessary.
4: I don't think it is. You know why? Because every single person, and, and ourselves included, analysts all around the board, they said the same thing. Why can't another coach who does the same position call a spade a spade? I, look and yeah, don't forget that that coach was on our side for a little bit, so maybe that's a little bit of the analyst on air, <laughs> sure. sort of squeaking out. He might have gotten used to just London rip, and now he's like, "Well, whatever." I'm keeping that part of it. I'm not particularly mad at it, but yeah. maybe I woke up and chose chaos today. Maybe that's just
5: me. it's okay. No, you're an agent of chaos. I, I, I still support you and love you. Uh, <laughs> the the. Listen, and, and also I think that he is going out of his way to uh, really defend Russell Wilson to That's pump true. him up. Yeah. And yeah. I think he's doing everything he can to try to distance uh, Russell but Wilson from He has what... to keep
4: him accountable too, because it was not He does. Great. Yeah.
5: He, he does, because now Russell Wilson has no. somebody who has coached in this league, who has no been excuses. able to coach quarterbacks up and future Hall of Famers like, uh, you know, uh, uh, Drew Brees and, and and he's been able to do a lot at the quarterback position. So I think I, I think him doing this, uh, it'll be um, it'll be it'll certainly be interesting to see how he handles Russell Wilson. And if, if the first sign of trouble comes, is he going to you know go down hard on him or is he just going to say, hey, listen, this is just part of the growing pains. You know, right. so so just how he treats Russell Wilson, that that'll be uh, that'll be fun to see.
4: All right. I feel like we should we should reset for a minute. We got into a lot. We haven't really gotten into a ball talk in a minute. Well, let's take yeah, a like care it. on El huddle and we'll be right back.
2: OK, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious.
4: Football is back. Celebrate by watching as teams across the league take the field for training camp Back Together weekend presented by YouTube. With two full days of practices, player interviews, mic'd up moments, and fan fest across the league, it's a can miss NFL reunion. NFL Network and NFL Plus have you covered with coverage on Saturday, July 29th, and Sunday, July 30th, with additional coverage on ABC and ESPN. Go to NFL.com slash Back Together weekend for ways to watch
5: you know we haven't visited puras macanas that is a uh segment that we had during the season and puras macanas just for people if they are just listening to our podcast for the first time that is a saying that my mom would often say that was said in nicaragua puras macanas so if you said oh no uh Russell Wilson is going to pass for 8,000 yards. you will say puras macanas. Like, that's not true. That's, yeah. I
4: feel like there's also a added to the beginning or the end of it, like puras macanas. You know, you need the sound effect to really make it true.
5: We need it. Puras
4: macanas. So our first puras macanas is that when asked if he felt he was on the same page as head coach Sean McDermott, Stefan Diggs had this to
0: say earlier being on the same page with josh mm-hmm. do you feel like you're on the same
5: page with sean right now as well yeah 100 i mean i also feel like i'm not i'm not a corner or a db it's not like i gotta you know like kind of get some play calls from him but from a standpoint of a head coach you know I how the utmost respect for him you know what i'm saying he's he's a guy that you can always have an open door policy where you can have a conversation with as a man more so, more importantly than just football. So, um, you know, I feel like we're on the same page and moving forward. That's why I said, like, it's all water on the bridge. Like, you know, I know y'all haven't spent too much time with me this off season and I missed you guys too, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 you know what I'm saying? But uh, all is well, all is well in the uh, mafia household. I like
4: that. Okay. You buy that? Um,
5: you buy that? I you buy that For
4: you some do? reason... Creo que está la I think yeah. he, he seems relaxed. Like I will say this about Stefan Diggs in all our interactions. Anytime you see him on cam, he he's just somebody who shoots it to you straight. And I think the times when he has been a little a little bit on the petty train, he also lets you know. So I I I, I feel like I believe Fair. him. You
5: don't fair uh well listen we've had him on good morning football too and he's always been a straight shooter to your point and he's very funny and charismatic it just I think of him in the snow putting his arms out to uh, Josh Allen and Mm -hmm. was not happy and I believe Mm -hmm. Deion Dawkins then had to get him close and kind of say yo what's up man what's going on. And I know he's yeah, passionate good. and every right. wide receiver wants the ball. So I understand that, yeah. but I think the phrase that McDermott had used that initially started all this, I think that was triggering and it just feels like there is still something simmering there. So mm-hmm. to me, it feels like puras Macanas right now. It's fine, but wait until we get to the games and how he's going to respond and how he's going to be. I mean, right now they just started training camp, so it's all good. Everybody's fine. I know Josh Allen wanted this thing to go away quickly, mm-hmm. and I, I think this is this is a little puras macanas. So I'm not going to lie, uh, not to say that I want uh, discord. I'm just no. I'm just right. I I think maybe he and Josh Allen are good, but something with Josh McDermott or uh, excuse me, Sean McDermott just feels like it's a little off. Something mm-hmm. that that can potentially be um uh, something to look out for down the yeah. road I- if they're in a in a game he's not getting the ball the offense isn't moving you know that's that's what I kind of want to see
4: yeah now now I'm like hyper analyzing the clip right like playing it back in my head because in Dominican Republic oh you meet you
5: media people they, no
4: listen listen in DR <laughs> they would say "el tata dando muela." Which means like he's giving you a molar, which he's, means he's just like sweet talking you a little bit. So ah, I'm thinking about him I like, that. oh, I missed you guys. Oh, you know, yeah. you, you haven't seen me this off sort of like almost deflect. Oh, no. Same thing as So, like, interesting. Interesting indeed. All right. What's the next one, Will? <laughs>
5: uh, so, Jerry Jones, this week he was asked about the process of having head coach Mike McCarthy take over the play calling, something that Cowboys head coaches have not done in mm-hmm. recent history. And this is what he had to say.
0: It has to do with Mike. Mike uh, not only has the head coaching, uh, I'm going to call it the walk around head coaching skills, the overall management attribute and the experience to go with it. But he also is uh, uh, very apt at uh, the, uh, really right into the area of uh, uh, the quarterback, the offense, the blocking schemes. And uh, uh, we had just, we we're just at a point uh, as we have evolved, and I think we have evolved over the last two or three years, that it was not so much about what Kellen wasn't. It was about what Mike is.
4: hmm hmm
5: uh, to me, that's uh, not uh, 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 Purus Macanas, uh, uh, prima hermana. Uh, well, what do you think? <laughs> um,
4: yeah, I don't think it's Puras Macanas either. Uh, I think we know the trajectory and the history behind Mike McCarthy. Um, I, I'm very curious to actually see. This they
5: year. need to pick things up, right? They have to do something different because worked and hasn't gotten him far enough. Is he, is he the solution though? I don't know. It's worth a try
4: to be determined. Yeah. Yeah. But something has to change. It's just been way too long for the Cowboys, especially when you talk about going on a deep playoff run, like it, they have to, have to, uh, we're talking about like conference championships, like th- has to be that this year and beyond, or I think there's going to be some serious and even bigger changes um, within the Cowboys organization next season.
5: Yeah. One. You know, and in the for. NFC, I mean, there's a chance for them to do some damage, but has CD lamb really taken that next step to being mm. a superstar wide receiver? What about Dak now is a is, lot of questions. Yeah. It's like, you know, Dak has been thrown the football, you know, in places when he shouldn't be. You know, when he's forcing it, it's like, is he going to cut down on that? The ball security. Exactly. So, so, and and every year we have this discussion about Dak and, and, you know, when we talk about like the, the top quarterbacks in the league, I, I, he just is not there yet. And Mm -hmm. I just think it, 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 it ends in disappointment for them. And I think it's, it's. McCarthy is going to be on the hot seat here. If this thing doesn't work out, you know, because, because Jerry Jones was also asked about the sense of urgency. And he said every year there's a sense of urgency, but they have to try to do something different to get this offense going. You know, as Zeke is, is not signed. He's not there. We'll, we'll see if he goes there. Tony Pollard's coming back from, from his injury. Um, So, so they face a lot of question marks, but, Hey, I guess it doesn't, it doesn't hurt. Let's, let's shake it up and see what happens.
4: Yeah. Okay. So we started the show talking about groundbreaking market busting, um, quarterback contracts. Well, Mm -hmm. yesterday, Aaron Rodgers said a, uh, signed a two year, $75 million guaranteed contract through 2024. So when asked if he was influenced by the amount of fun he's been having in New York, this is what he had to say.
3: yeah i mean definitely some of it is uh how much fun i'm in, i'm having it's all about the body how the body feels the team gave up uh significant uh pieces for it just to be a one-year deal um, i'm aware of that i think there was uh, you know an awareness of that uh, now again anything can happen with my body or with the success we have this year but i'm having a blast so i don't really see this as a one year and done thing
4: Okay. If you're asking MJ, what are you talking about? Didn't he already sign the contract? Well, yes, but they reworked a few things. He took a $35 million pay cut. This will allow the jets to sign more talent. So I think this once again, reinforces the fact that this man is there to win a super bowl. So if he's got to give a little to get a lot. All right. I, I mean, you. imagine, hey, imagine
5: though, but imagine a worker saying, you know what? Here's all this money. I'm going to give back to the company. Mm. No, you guys take it. Cause I am so happy. I am intoxicated well, with this atmosphere. Here. I think
4: it's under the understanding that it will be to put to good use, not just out of the goodness of his heart to give the money back.
5: True. But I mean, I think that speaks to his happiness there. He does sure. seem to be. With a constant smile from ear to ear, he does mm-hmm. seem like he's enjoying the game. It doesn't feel like it. Well, it's a it new those, Exactly, and yeah. and he's ro- into romance. the absolutely. It's like there. I meant that
4: metaphorically, guys. Not like me. Actually, I don't know who he's dating, <laughs> now, nor do I care. I meant like what? the euphoric feeling of being in a new relationship, new place.
5: Yeah, I was wondering who are you referring to? No, no I, I
4: I I know yeah. none of that team. <laughs> I'm way
5: out of it. <laughs> no, not, neither do I. But he 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 just seems like he is um he's just genuinely in a very happy spot. He knows he has good young talent. He's got everything is in place for him. Listen, earlier in the podcast, you know, we had heard from Sean Payton blasting Nathaniel Hackett. Well, Nathaniel Hackett's now with the jets and they've done everything possible to make him feel comfortable to help him feel uh, like he belongs and, and, and to make the change for him seamless. And, you know, sauce Gardner just totally reveres. The guy gave him a, a a pendant, you know, from his jeweler. I mean, it's, it's, it's like, everything is, Everything seems to be out. Well, totally right, and and so it just seems like the players love him. You know, he loves the players. It just seems to be like everything is is uh, coming up roses for the Jets at this point in time. Again, they haven't they haven't played a game yet, so we'll see if that translates onto the field. But but this team, you know, that they have all the elements there. For success. It's just the AFC is just so hard to get through when you have the Chiefs and you have the Bengals and you have the Bills and you have the Dolphins and uh, the the Ravens. It's it's Mm -hmm. like you can never count out the Steelers. You you know, there's there's a bunch of those those sorts of um, those sorts of scenarios out there in the AFC that uh, I, I think for 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 the Jets. I mean, it's 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 there for them, and, and yep. Aaron Rodgers is, is very, very happy, clearly, there yeah, in Gotham.
4: I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with the relationship metaphor here because I think it's been very insular. It's very at, apt. That, that thus far, right? He's been there. He's been in the building, hanging out with guys in the offseason. Now they're in, tr- in camp, and it's just them. Yeah. But what happens when you have to go to your abuela's house, your partner's abuela's house, and they have a little get-together – When they're going to play another team in their division, and maybe you run into the uncle who had one too many shots of Coquito in the holiday season, and things get get a little ornery. Like, that's going to be the test when they face a little adversity, when they take a loss. What, like, how is this euphoria going to play out for this new look Jets team? So, I'm very, very curious to see. Well, I know that,
5: like, my mom, if you brought a girlfriend home, she had to be. The one oh boy, right? So, oh, right.
4: So, you know, it's real, right? Yeah,
5: right. So, so this is, this is it. I, I hear what you're saying. Uh, you know, I mean, that's why it's, the, the Jets are going to be a fun team to also watch. So that's why we love it's talking about the NFL. So many storylines. We've yeah. already touched upon a lot of them. And there's going to be so many more that pop up during the season. All right. Time to put a bow on the El huddle podcast. It's a little segment we like to call E punto. To really put the exclamation point on uh, some of the things we've talked about or some things we're looking forward to. And for me, I'm not only looking forward to the season, but I am looking to the snappy new duds or really old duds that teams are going to be putting on. We saw Seattle's going to be wearing their Mm -hmm. throwbacks. Mm -hmm. The creamsicles are making a return. Um, These these are these are the sorts of uniforms that take you back. If you have been following the league and been a fan for a long time. And if you are new to it or just in the last few years, you're seeing it, you see how fired these uniforms are. And even the Broncos we're talking about, you know, Russell Wilson and, and Sean Payton, the uniforms, like they have the, the white snow cap helmets. I love all that stuff. I love it. Bring more to it. It's just, Kind of mixing in the, the old with the new. Uh, that's my epunto. punto. Give me more of those.
4: I like that. Cute. Yeah, that's always fun. For me, my epunto mm-hmm. punto is I'm very excited to see this rookie class really getting into NFL action. Like their first oh, real yeah. taste as we get into the preseason games. And then, of course, it's a kickoff, which is what? 40-something. Are we in the 40s now in, in the countdown days? That's yeah. I think it was like 50-something. It's short. It's a yeah, short it is. countdown. You go and learn today. We have so many of the prospects on before the draft. Um, I think it's it's such a talented group, which is why this draft was a little bit unpredictable. And I'm I'm ready to see these guys out there and and really get into their groove um, and show what they are bringing. To this, this next level of the NFL. I think it's gonna be great. Will they're gonna be great? I know,
5: and there's there's a lot of those rookies that are out there that we'll see. And I hope Bijan Robinson just goes mm-hmm. off mm. in Atlanta, yep. has an incredible season. The same with Jameer Gibbs and yeah. and the Lions there. So there's a lot of these rookies. And and listen, we should mention Bryce Young too. I mean, he was yes. named the starter by Frank Reich, mm-hmm. and he certainly uh, earned it just based on all the, the offseason workouts and everything mm-hmm. that he's done up to this point. Tremendous poise, great football IQ. The only uh, knock that we've talked about ad nauseum is, is his stature, but I think yeah. he's got the potential to, to really elevate that team. Sure. He's got some veterans there. And, and uh, so, yeah, I'm with you. That's a great e punto. Yeah. I want to see that those yeah. rooks do well.
4: For sure, you just mentioned Bijan Robinson, and he is our fellow thespian, right? He's an actor inside. He's really into the art. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna put this out there now here on El Huddle, so nobody else can claim it. I would love for us to do a scene with Bijan Robinson in the style of the '90s telenovela. We're putting oh, it out there right now. Yeah, it probably won't happen until the end of the season. Manifest it. You Let's heard do it, it here first on El Huddle. It's gonna like happen. It. Let's call his agent. Let's yes, primera mana. I'm gonna start yeah. working on my on my um, novela slaps. <laughs> <laughs> it's too good. All right, we're off the rails. That means it's time to go. Will always a pleasure. Football yeah, is back, baby. Mana. Let's go! So excited for us. Of course, please follow along with us here on In Huddle wherever you get your podcast. Make sure you follow both Will and I on social media. That is where yep. you will find all of the clips fun little nuggets before you see the full episode. We love you guys. Thank you. Love you guys. Adios. Hasta luego. In Huddle is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Introducing the first ever Grand Highlander, a mid-sized SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander boasts three spacious rows with available seating for up to eight. It's available 362 horsepower. Hybrid Max powertrain unlimited and platinum trims delivers the power, acceleration, and efficiency so your family can take on any adventure. There's even a standard digital key, a panoramic view mirror, and a 12.3-inch multimedia touchscreen so you always arrive on time. Live life grander in the first ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash Grand Highlander.
0: Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 4 24 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount.
4: You can rent a car, a house, even that little black party
2: dress. So why not rent the stuff you need for your home too? The place to do it is Aaron's. Choose from thousands of new products from the brands you love. Online or in store. Pick a payment plan that fits your budget and pay a little at a time until it's yours forever. But if life changes, you can return it anytime or even upgrade it with something new. Rent what you need. It's better at Errands.
1: Approval not guaranteed. Restrictions
0: apply. See store for details.